ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, TerraMaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports Tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. It, 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 like I said, it's a big honor to have these men uh, talk to me and, and, and represent our country because Bryce Ford, how are you, brother? Great. How are you, Leonard? I'm doing great, man. Well, hey, thank you for, for joining in and, and uh, having this conversation, and congratulations on your pick for uh, Team USA. Yeah, thank you so much, and this is awesome. I'm excited to talk about this and, you know, go over there and show everyone um, what our country, what our racing's like, and um, it's going to be fun for sure. Oh, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it myself. I wish I got to go with you guys. Um, I've been to the Czech Republic. It's it's a pretty neat place. Well, at least was when I was there. Um, we landed on a little airport at the border, and in, instead of going through customs, we were already at the airport. We just drove down this little side road and right into the right into the town and had lunch, and it was pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, that's super nice. I have no idea what it's like over there, but um, it's all I'm really looking at is the weather. Um, I'm just gonna do my thing over there. I feel ready obviously ending already is strong so yeah i think you're gonna do great um i wouldn't get too tight too caught up joel hetrick how are you brother what's up bryce what's up joel what's up, Chad, what's, up there too? what's up fellas hey guys thank you all for uh for joining in and and thank you so much for representing the United States and and uh, taking your free time to go over there and and show the world what you're made out of and what we're made out of over here in the states. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. Um, we got a great group of guys this year and even some young blood with Bryce uh, joining to the crew. So we're we're pretty excited to be taking off here in a couple of weeks to head over there. That's awesome. Joel, this is your third time going? Yeah, this will be my third trip. And and Chad, you've went three times, so this will be number four? Yeah, yes, sir. So so let's dive right into this. Um, I know that Bryce is the younger guy, and, and you guys are seasoned veterans. Um, are you going to be taking him under your wing, and or wings, I should say, and helping him through the uh, – the excitement of representing the USA in, in such a huge event. Go ahead, Joel. Yeah. I mean, for sure. That's, that's what this uh, team USA is all about. I mean, every year, uh, regardless of the riders, it seems we all come together pretty good at the race and, and go over lines and uh, just race strategy pretty much. And 
um, work as a team and, and it seems to work really well over there for us. And, and years past we've, we've won doing it. And, uh, it's different not having your mechanic, you know, on the line with you being able to prep your game. So, you know, asking and, uh, kind of, I don't know, conversing about what you should do on the line together because you're the only two on the, on the gate. So that's, that's pretty cool. And, uh, Bryce will get to experience that with both of us. So it'll be pretty neat. Chad, is it, totally different for you when you roll up to the line and and Joel's your guy and you guys got you guys work together um where normally you guys are going out there to beat each other yeah I mean it's definitely different you know being the team aspect because this is the only event that we do that is a team aspect like that um just being let's say for instance uh in years past like if one of us was up to the gate first and uh, our teammate was lined up behind us, we're prepping our teammates gate like behind us so that when he pulls up, he's able to try to get himself ready and focus because you don't have a lot of time to be up there prepping your gate. If you're the second guy up on the line, cause it's double stacked. So it's a, uh, it's, it's interesting in that aspect. And then also like during qualifying, you know, you're, you're talking different lines and strategy like throughout the race weekend. And, uh, you know, definitely Bryce, he's going to have a lot of nerves going into that first race because he's the first one that's going to have a drop. So we can help talk him through that. Be like, Hey, you know, um, a lot of these guys, you're not used to racing. You got to watch your back and just try to focus forward and uh, don't, you know, go into like a desperation mode where you're going to, possibly throw away like a good good start position so bryce with these two multi-time champions coaching you um how do you feel about that uh, it's pretty nice um, honestly it feels pretty good to be on the same team as as two of the best to ever do it um i'm excited um i'm just going to be super focused and do my thing and i think it'll all come together if i go over there and overthink it um which i'm not going to do but yeah, I'm just super excited to ride with Joel and Chad and just like do this as a team. Um, it's nice to finally have a chance to win at something. No, I'm just kidding. But no, it's super cool. I'm super excited and just, just going to be focused over there and listen to their advice um, because they've been over there quite a few times and just, just go with the flow and just do what I know how to do. So how much talk do you guys do strategy wise before you get on the airplane to go over there or is it all done when you land? Uh, uh, mainly everything's kind of done while you're there. Um, I mean, realistically everybody adapts differently to like the time change. I think we're going to be jumping ten, seven time zones on the way over there. So it's going to be, I uh, try to get acclimated pretty well. Like a big advice is like aircraft, try to get outside and be outside for a long time where you're getting like, you know, some fresh air and try to get, uh, get back on uh, a little bit of a schedule that you can adapt to quickly. That's pretty awesome. Joel, um, have you checked the weather and are, are, are you think you're going to acclimate pretty quick? Uh, weather wise, it looks to be like a little, chilly. um, but like usually the the jet lag stuff like that it, it really hits pretty hard for for the first day or two and um we seem to all you know get over it get back on a, a decent schedule for the most part uh in training you know while we're there on, on that different uh time zone is 
it's interesting because you don't necessarily feel like your best uh, when you're you're trying to get acclimated and and also try to find food to eat that you like because it's it's just a lot different. <clears throat> yeah, the, the food's going to be uh, 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 it always has been. I mean, I pretty much eat anything that you put in front of me, but um, easy guys, <laughs> don't laugh. Um, so yeah, when I've traveled, it was never a, never an issue really. Um, but I know that other people like my brother, when he traveled, gosh, he really had to be careful because he's, he couldn't eat some of the things, uh, because it was so different. Chad, you are on a special diet. Does that mean that you're going to take food with you? Or are you going to, uh, plan out, plan out how you eat? Um, like we, we, we send over like basically like quick snacks that we can, we can grab quickly and not depend on like um especially being at the track you know like track food's not necessarily the best food so we try to plan out where we send some stuff that is like able to be okay for me to eat but like honestly like i can eat anything but yeah like i'm on i'm on a like a a, a plant-based diet that um uh, they have plants there too. So I'm going to try to try to find what we can when we get there. All right. I'm going to, there was a question in the comments about rain tire choice. Joel, we'll start with you. Um, if it's going to rain, what do you think your tire choice is going to be? Um, I don't know. It just uh, depends really how the track develops. Like years past, it didn't rain and we had to run, you know, the big tires. Uh, we you know encountered at our first trip over it had rained during the race but the track was hard packed and it seemed like you know maybe the small tires were still the better option during that really uh wet race and slick um like the mud tires that our our team had on didn't didn't work as as they should have i guess but the track was just so hard and slick from it just downpouring that uh, it was just, it was a hard call. You know, if the track would have, it would have stopped raining and sun came out and been mud, then it probably would have been the right call. But like, it's just, it's going to depend on the day and, and how that surface gets really. I mean, I think it's hard packed and I just think, I think it's hard packed from what I've heard. It's, it's going to be hard. So if it doesn't rain, um, obviously small tires, even if it does rain, we might still be on small tires depending on how hard it really is. Chad, how how do you feel about that that question? Uh, definitely similar answer to what Joel has there. Like, I think we got thrown a pretty big curveball the first the first year for how hard it was racing raining that we were banking on the line for that last race. Like, oh, we're gonna smoke these guys on these big tires, and everybody's running smalls, and it actually didn't pan out. I think it panned out for the start first pretty well, but other than that, the rest of the track was like it was raining so hard that it wasn't muddy. It was just, so it, the bigger tires and uh, we didn't have to worry about the wheel spin. It was just, um, you know, the, the bigger tire wasn't the, the go, but um, I, I did watch one video of the track. Uh, the track, it, it does like berm up a little bit. Like it doesn't have a, like a soft surface. It's, it's a pretty hard surface. Um, but I think it all depends on the weather coming into it. Like if it rains a lot, it's going to get really good for us. And I think we would like it. And also like if it, if it's dry, you know, it's going to get blue groove hard pack. So, um, 
we kind of got to be ready for anything. I run Maxxis, so it's it's going to be like uh, the, like the Razor Plus MX small tires or the Razor Plus uh, like the XC version. Bryce, it's your turn. What do you think about the tire choice in the rain in a situation and a track that you've never been to? Huh. To be honest with you, Leonard, I, I watched a video on the track and it looks super hard packed. So obviously if it rains like it did at Ironman for us this year, I would probably go with a mud tire. But um, I, I don't plan on it raining. I hope it doesn't rain. So I hope we get to run our normal tires. Um, but but if it does, we'll we'll figure that out when we get there. Um, I just, I don't even really want to think about rain, um, but <laughs> if, it, if it's super bad, I, I would assume we would run a big tire, but, um, we'll just play it by ear. So l- let me ask you guys this, I, Joel and Chad, I know you guys are familiar with Mark. Uh, you get Bryce, you get to work with Mark, uh, in a normal basis on your team. How does it feel going overseas to, I don't mean to make it bigger than it is, but to re- represent your country with your guy a- as basically the team manager. How do you feel about that? Um, it, it's pretty cool to be honest with you. Uh, just to see Mark be in control of a lot of it. Um, it's really cool because just seeing my bike every weekend, it's always pretty good or if not perfect. Um, so it's super cool to see that he has control. Uh, over a lot of the stuff and um, just to ride for him again it's it's always special Mark's had quite the impact in this sport and to ride for him every day it's special for me Um, but but I'm just super excited I also have a good mechanic going over there Casey so um, it's it's super cool for me the whole this whole experience is going to be super fun and I'm super excited to see what it brings yeah, I'm jealous I'd I'd love to be one of those guys that got picked to be a mechanic over there and work with you guys um, that that's quite the honor. Um, those, those guys are, uh, handed a big task to take care of you three. And, um, I know that, I know that they'll do you guys a great job. Have you worked with everybody, uh, Chad in the group that's going over? Yeah. Yeah. One way or another, I, I believe like on the team as, you know, whether being here in ATVMX or being at the nation's team. Uh, like you know, Mark, like he's like the OG of, you know, mechanics and, you know, in our sport, like once I dove into the sport, like Tim Farr's mechanics. So he was, uh, he was at the top and, uh, I, I believe he's like the best candidate for the job. And, you know, we're, we got the best people in the right places for each and every one of us. So it's going to be, going to be all up to us once we get there. Yeah, that, that that's pretty good. Joel, you're pretty comfortable with the way they picked the the group to support you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Mark is a, a legend of the sport. Um, I've known him, worked with him, you know, a long time and just pretty confident when, you know, a guy like that's going just because he's going to, uh, you know, make the program. If there was something to do with any of our machines, like he's, he's the guy that could, uh, you know, really finesse a a quick fix or whatever the case was and, and all of our mechanics as well. Like Chad said, we, we got the cream of the crop for this group and, or for this trip and uh, it's just a solid group. It's, it's exciting having that, you know, type of group go over there and, and be such a, a strong team. Like it's going to be good. It's going to be a fun one. I think it's going to be great. All three of you guys on similar machines uh, with, 
with three great mechanics. Uh, did the families get to go? Uh, like for, for me, I got my, my, myself, two kids and my wife going and, uh, um, their grandmother's coming with them and we got a pretty good group, like coming over with us. We have some plans to stay afterwards as well. Like, um, so I, I got my, you know, my base, my family coming. So Chad, do, do, do you have a liaison or somebody that's going to look after them while you're doing your job? Um, or is it just, is your wife pretty much schooled and got it handled? Yeah. Like my wife and like her mom is going as well. So they definitely, you know, <laughs> the, my wife takes a lot of the grunt work of the kids and it'd be nice to have like their grandmother over there with them too. So, That's yeah. It. Joel, how about you? Who you got going with you? Uh, it's just myself going from my family. Um, like I'll be with, I'll be flying with David Eller, the team owner of Phoenix and my mechanic, but my family is my daughter's fourth birthday. So oh, it was wow. a real big toss up of, of what we were going to do. And, uh, after, you know, a couple trips we made on a plane, just traveling this year, uh, for us personally, it was, we just thought it'd probably be better if, if, the family stayed at home and had like a party here with, with her little friends and stuff like that, rather than to, uh, to make the trek across the pond and, and just, I don't know. I don't know how it would be. Uh, you know, obviously Chad's going to have his hands full. That's going to be a, a, a long trip, but I'm sure them, them guys will handle it easy, uh, be fine, but it's just, it is a long trip and I'll be like Carly said, you'll, you'll get to relax and, and watch movies all the time. So, I mean, that, that is positive. I'm very sad that uh, they're not just for the birthday thing. And, um, you know, missing that will be, uh, it'll be, it'll be a real tough day for me Saturday, but um, she'll have fun and hopefully won't even know I'm gone. So should all work out. So the goal here is to bring home gold for the baby girl. Oh, if I don't, I'm going to be in trouble. So we, uh, I know we got a strong, you know, two guys, three guys right here. So we'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be fine. We'll bring home the gold. You hear that guys? The baby girl needs gold. So we all, we all got to pitch in here. Bryce, who's going with you? Uh, pretty much all my biggest supporters. Um, just the people that, that mean the most to me and, and impact my racing, my whole family, my brother, my mom, my dad, uh, is, a and, uh, my Nana. Uh, and I think my cousins might go there. My cousin's getting married over there, um, somewhere close to the race. So it'll be, it'll feel like at home for me, I'll just be missing an RV, but no, um, it, it'll be good. Uh, just, yeah, just the main supporters for me are going and, and that's super awesome to me to, um, have all those people over there. It really means a lot because this is, um, one of the biggest, um, experiences and, and most exciting things I've done in my racing career. I'm going for a lot of racers and, and it just means a lot to me and I'm excited to see what we can do. That's incredible. So I want to ask some personal questions, guys. Uh, Bryce, I'm going to start with you. When, when the, when they started picking the team and they called you and told you that you were the guy, you were the number three guy, what emotions went through your, your, your mind? Um, to be honest with you, Leonard, I have a, I have a soft heart, and uh, I got told it at high point after um, I got on the podium. 
and um, I, I cried a little bit. It just means a lot to me to to have Harv and uh, Mark choose me. Um, I know I work with Mark, but to truly see the work that I've put in over the years um, pay off, uh, it just, it means a lot to me. Back in, I think they went in 2017, my brother went, um, I was too young to go, but I went last year and just to see all three of them work together as a team. Um, it's something that we don't get to experience a lot in racing um, because it's an individual going out on the track, but obviously you work together as a team before you get there. Um, so it's just super cool for me to to work as a team with two of the best ever. Um, I'm super excited. And um, yeah, it just, it means the world to me to go. Um, I've never been super loved in this sport, but I've always, I've always tried to work my hardest and be the best that I can be. Um, and my parents have, have gave it to me, gave me everything they can. Um, everyone who supports me have, have gave me everything that they can. And um, it's it's finally paying off, and I'm just excited, like I said, to, to go over there and represent the U.S. and just do what we need to do. Um, and just, yeah, all of it, it's super exciting to me. Um, I'm sure when we get over there and when when everything goes good and we win, that, that'll be another feeling that that is is really big to me. I don't know where Joel went, but I'm sure he'll be back. Um, Chad, when you got picked, I know this is your fourth time. Um, and, and a gentleman from the Uruguay uh, told you guys congratulations. I didn't want to miss that in the comments. Chad, when you got picked, I know, like I said, it's your fourth time. What what kind of emotions do you go through and 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 how exciting is it for the family and yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Like uh, just knowing that you're in like the, the top, like the top category of like the best in the U.S. here. And uh, yeah, it's being the fourth, fourth time going over. Like obviously the first time is extra special, but uh, you know, for me, I don't know how many more of these that I got. So I'm going to keep enjoying them while they come. And, and I'll just give my all every time I'm on the track, uh, whether it's here or there. And, you know, we got a great group of people and it's not only just the racing, but it's the memories that we make like off the track while we're there being like that we're, you know, like living, uh, you know, so close to each other for a week's time and the meals that we share and like uh, just going to be a lot of memories and fun times. I know that. And, and beans that Joel's not here, I'm assuming that when he comes back, I'll have to ask that question of him uh, because it's it's such an honor to 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 represent USA um, in, in so many different fashions. I have not. Um, I mean, I've got to go overseas and do some stuff, you know, with Pendezvous, um, but it, it it's not the same being a a rider wearing the the, the American flag. Joel, uh, this is your third time you've been picked to be a representative of team USA. Um, let's get a little of your feedback on, on what it's like to uh, be chosen. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty cool deal. I mean, obviously I feel honored to be chosen to go and, and be at that caliber of a racer that, you know, I'm on the list of, uh, of the officials, the guys, the best of the sport that want, you know, me to go over and uh, be a part of team USA to, try to bring back gold that's uh makes me feel pretty good i'm proud to say that i'm part of it and you know like i said it's just i'm honored to to do it you know it's 
Uh, first trip was really unique going and just being in Italy with the team and then uh, getting to the venue and seeing how much different it was and uh, just the atmosphere of the fans and everything. It's, it all, it made it all, you know, even, even more real to me when I got there the first time and witnessed, you know, what, how big it really was and um, not, not knowing anything about the race and then going and seeing it and racing it. uh, Super, you know, glad that, however it come together, it come together that we're able to go do it because it's really a experience. How cool do you guys think it would be if they had the race in the States? It would be nice, but uh, I just don't know if that would ever be able to happen for, I don't know. I just, I think it'd be really tough. Because the logistics for all the European teams coming to the States? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's the, the big, you know, upset, maybe not upset, but just big tackle that they're going to have to, to make to, to get here. I mean, it's, it's expensive. They could do it. I'm not saying they can't do it, but it's just, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, I I think it is. And a lot of those teams will be able to travel there by their normal race vehicles, you know, whatever buses they drive or, or vehicles in, and, bring all of that to the States would be awesome, but it, gosh, that would be an expensive, an expensive task. Yeah. You know, I mean, you guys know how expensive it is just to take all your stuff over there. Um, how do you like working out of the container, Joel? Oh, the container is not bad. I, I could work out of a, a Ford Ranger. I mean, it don't matter to me. It's <laughs> Ford Ranger. All three of us might be a little tight, but we could make it happen. Um, no, it's not bad. I mean, the container seems to work out for all of us. Uh, you know, when they're working and trying to get stuff in and out, you know, I feel like everyone really kind of understands when you should be sitting in the container and when you should be, uh, you know, out and about doing other stuff just because of what what's going on at that point of the day. Um, so it works out for all of us, mechanics, riders. I feel like it's it's tight, but it's big enough. Let me ask you to let me ask Chad and Joel when when it comes to the fans and the amount of people that are going to want your attention. Um, what are some of the best things that you could help Bryce with to prepare him for the onslaught of media and fans and just uh, the, the larger groups of people that you're not normally used to dealing with in the states? Yeah, I mean, just uh, think about like there's a pretty large following of of racers there in the, in Europe, and I mean, you're you're seeing a lot of people pop up even your screen here that like they're traveling a long way to come see you, and um, they're, I mean, just think of like seeing you know your favorite racer, like say like a Ricky Carmichael or a James Stewart of like their time, and going going to see them race for the first time, like you're gonna want to talk to them if you can if you're if you're like you know if you have enough nerves to be able to go up there and talk to them. and like really cool because you know like here in the u.s like a lot of people get to see us all the time at the races and this happens once a year there if we're lucky so i think it's a, it's a really cool thing embrace it enjoy it and uh you know just and you know enjoy the ride of it joel how do you feel about that yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like these fans are 
they're interesting because like they're so into it. They bring their the chainsaws with the no blade and just screaming them and like they got the horns and everything and and like they're they're pretty aggressive to where they'll just grab you and just like make you take a picture sometimes I feel like and it's just funny because like they don't mean anything by it but you just gotta like you just get caught off guard because they're just so amped up that they wanna they wanna interact with you. Um but you're interacting with ten other people and someone else just comes and like wants to see you and it's it's just pretty neat. Um you know Bryce will he'll be, he'll be having some fun because there's, there's a lot of people that want to talk to you, a lot of stuff. And it's really hard when the language barriers, you know, it's, it's up and uh, to, to gather everything they're trying to get as well as other people talking to you and asking for stuff. It's, it can get overwhelming, but it's really, it's really fun when you're watching uh, your teammates race, let's say, and you're in the crowd with them and uh, you get to hear everything in action. It's pretty cool. It's a fun time. So, are you ready for that, Bryce? Yeah, I'm actually super excited for that. Just to see different fans at the race, um, it'll be super cool. And all the different countries when I when we went there two years ago, just they um they definitely <laughs> some of them love the U.S. and some of them hate the U.S. just because they did so well. Um, but it'll be super cool. Um, just seeing so many new people and and like they said, the different languages they speak and and just talking to new people and just. Yeah, just trying to grow our sport and like yeah just yeah no it'll be super cool for sure that that's that's awesome is is there a uh is there an issue with any of the guys because i know that some of the people you've raced against in the past um were there ever any hard feelings with any of the other teams chad you've been there the most i don't believe so um you know like the run-ins that we have had is you know I think it's just racing, maybe some accidental like moves, but um, you know, like when we go over there, we don't know who we're racing against. Like we really don't know many of them all that well. So we're, we got to be like kind of careful when we're around people, even when we're lapping people, you know? So it's, it's just one of those things that you got to have eyes in the back of your head. And uh, most of these riders, like you've come to, I've come to learn and uh, know who they are and, we've raced with them for a couple of years now and um, it's becoming uh, more of like a normal feeling being out there. But uh, honestly, I don't, I don't feel like there's like, uh, like strong hatred. They're just competition is all. That's, that's, that's a good, good way to look at it. Joel, mental preparation for race day, racing the nationals versus racing in, this style of, of race is how much different is it for you? Oh, it's just a totally different thing. Um, just, uh, the, I don't know the amount of, uh, pressure slash nerves you have at a ATV motocross where, you know, it's something that I don't know. I, I'm not saying I take it more serious than quad cross the nations, but like, that's, that's our main thing we do. Like we've done it all three of us for a very long time. Um, so the, the, there's really no stress or nerves because, you know, if we go out there and ride to our full potential years past, you know, statistics shown, like we're going to, we're going to finish up front. And I think with us being on a team and not having to really worry about each other on what position we get, that, that takes a lot of stress off of us. And, uh, 
I feel like we can ride a little bit more loose as, as far as like, if I'm in front of uh, Bryce, let's say, or he's in front of me, like he can hit the lines that he wants without, you know, thinking, okay, this guy's going to come in on me and, you know, push me over this berm. Like it's, it's a, it's a lot different. And, and, you know, my mental preparation, I would say. The strategy of that is if, if Bryce is leading and you're in second, it doesn't really matter for the overall finish. Is it something where if third's close, are you going to help? Are you going to help him uh, go so that you guys go one, two? Are there things like that planned out ahead of time? Uh, like we said before, I think everything just really gets talked about like at the race, like if there was, you know, someone that was in qualifying that was close to any of us, like I, I, maybe we would go over a strategy uh, that would have that in it, you know, just in case like, okay, like we'll, you know, we'll run different lines or slow the race up or, you know, let whatever happen happen and just try to advance whatever we can. But typically that we don't have to really worry about it. We go out there and based on, you know, Saturday's racing, qualifying races, like we can see, we can watch each other and, and see like what we did and what kind of pace we ran and uh, how the competitors were. So it's, you get a really good feel after Saturday of what we can do. Well, Warnier and Walker are guys that I know, and they're both pretty fast. I know Harry Walker's getting faster and faster. Um, he just got second in Pendezvous. Um, and I know that some of those guys are going to be racing over in, uh, over there in the check with you guys. Um, I didn't know Warnier was, that's cool. I I don't know if Warnier is going to, I just seen a post with him in it. Um, but I know he's fast. If he's going to be there, he's going to be fast. Yeah, he riffs. Is there anything special that you do different to your machine to prep for this? Joel? Um, oh, uh, no, I mean, what they require is different than what, you know, we require for the tech inspection. Um, so we have a couple safety parts, I guess you could say, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't seen like the bike all done up, but I think there's a grab bar, like a number plate on the grab bar that goes straight up. Maybe there's just a couple different little things that we might have to run like over the, the front sprocket. There might have to be a guard. So you can't like obviously put your fingers in, um, yeah, there's right. shaking his head. So he must he must know that there's seen some of the differences. No, no, I just I know that they run. They're not allowed to run tie components. Um, and uh, the exhaust over there is a lot quieter. And the fuel that we run over here, we can't use over there. Did you guys get fuel to do some testing and tuning, and so that you're prepared? Yeah, in my camp we did. Chad? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's uh, received the fuel and being able to do their tuning here. And then so everything's kind of set before we get over there. Uh, yeah, I'm sure Mark took care of that for you, right, Bryce? No, he didn't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm riding <laughs> on the same thing. I'll be riding over there. Uh, I got the same exhaust, same fuel. So 87. it's pretty good. It's definitely a little bit different for sure. It doesn't have that bottom end bark that it usually has but um i'll just ride it a little bit more on the rpm <laughs> oh that's awesome that that's good uh, 
I was I was wanting to to get into a little bit more depth. You guys have been so great at answering these questions uh, and, and, and answering them extended. You've you've taken some of my uh, um, long conversation out of it uh, in, in the chat. There's a lot of people that are cheering you guys on. Uh, I've seen ch- uh, all of you guys have gotten uh, accolades from people. You know, we've got it from Portugal, um, Uruguay. Uh, there's been a couple other countries that I um can't remember. Um, and there was somebody in there that told, called me an old man. Um, I appreciate that. You know, Mark Notman is in here talking to us and, and Josh Merritt's been in. Uh, what do you guys think about it, if they picked a rider or riders from other series, maybe the top guys to ride with, maybe the top guy in the motor, motocross? What would you think of that? Go ahead, Chad. Um, I, I feel like it'd be beneficial depending on like the track, let's say like when we went to Denmark or Germany, even like that track was so whooped and rutted and, uh, gnarly that I feel like, um, having a rider that rides in the ruts and is used to riding big tires that can be beneficial for sure. Like let's say when we went to, uh the first the first one in italy it probably wouldn't have been like as much of a gncc style setup or a or a uh work style setup but i feel like it's not just the best riders for moto that can do this so i feel like they can transfer over into you know either the woods setup but honestly i know what it takes for me to go ride a woods race and try to get used to that setup so I know the transition from woods to moto is probably going to be pretty tough as well. So I feel like the the time that you would have to need to be ready for that and be at the best that you can be is going to be tough. But let's say like some of these guys, they get a moto machine that they ride on frequently. I think that they should have their name in the hat for sure. So uh, do you guys know how that, one more thing, like, I did hear like having like a tryout. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, let's say you had, you know, one race, uh, like after an event or something like that, be like, not to like, be like, go out there and just slaughter everybody, but like, like go out and do a 30 minute moto and see, you know, who's the best three guys. You know, I think that'd be kind of cool too. give everybody a chance. Uh, break it down to possibly, a. Um, short 30 minute races, maybe do two or three in one day and, and add the scores up. And there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be fun to do that, do it that way. Uh, but also you have like the risk of, you know, that's another gate drop that, you know, things can go wrong as well. Yeah. I mean, mechanicals or crashes, I mean, to, to, to race for the honor of wearing the American flag, that's, you're going to, you're, you're going to bring some aggression. You know, there's going to be some people wanting to go really fast because they're going to want, want to do that. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, there can always be things that happen. So I wouldn't say that you want to necessarily base it on one base, but maybe you can reassure your decision a little bit easier off of that as well. We have a manufacturer from Pakistan that just chimed in. So if you guys want to get some parts made in Pakistan, 
that's the guy. Uh, I'm just saying, you know. Uh, Joel, what do you think about that, bringing some of those other guys in? Uh, it'd, be, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, now what Chad come up with, the, the race for the, you know, a spot, like that's that's pretty interesting. I think that would be something really unique that we could we could do and um i just don't know how you know where where or when it would work but man that would be that'd be cool um but you know there's some there's some really fast guys from different series that i think could do really well obviously uh you know it's like chad said it's more of a motocross setup so they would need to be on you know smaller tires and uh dialed in for a moto type track but uh other than that like the talents there the you know multi-time champion walker fowler like the guy he's definitely capable of doing something like you know what we're about to go do and uh i think you know just um based on what we've done and and the races we've raced so far like the motocross guys are probably the better pick but uh not saying like we would we couldn't win with um you know a walker fowler or a uh, you know, guys of that caliber, like there's, they're legit racers. And I think they would be fun, but just as well as Bryce. Yeah. Bryce, what do you think of having a race to, to pick everybody? I think that would be awesome. Um, to be honest with you, um, lining up with the guys that are racing and lining up against some of the woods guys. I don't really watch a ton of the woods stuff. Um, but I hear obviously Walker Fowler and Bryce and Neil are, are really good. Um, so I think it'd be cool. I just think it'd be super hard. I'm not saying those GNCC guys aren't good, but um, I feel like a motocross rider would do better on motocross. But um, yeah, I just, I mean, it would be super cool to to do a shootout race for, for whatever place or to get a spot on the team. I think that would be honestly pretty fair rather than just picking um, off the, the serious points because you could have a bad year or you could have a really good year, you know. So I, I think that would actually be super cool um i would be down uh 35 40 minutes whatever we need to do let's get her done that would be pretty cool to to bring the uh top three from xc top three from motocross top three from works you know that's nine guys you know top three across the line after 45 minutes you know or do them a little shorter motos and do two you know or something like that it'd be kind of tough. Most everything that you guys do is in the East. So you'd have to bring the guys from the West. They'd have to truck out to the East and do it. Yeah. That's, that's what I think is the hard thing is, is everyone just goes to GNCC and you have works and, and there's a ton of series that there are good riders. I mean, if you want to go to, a, let's say the tracks flat and you, you should select from TT riders as well. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think motocross is a good, I think they just made a baseline with it. And I think it's worked pretty well over the years. Like the team before Thomas, Joel, and Chad, and then Jeffrey was on there one year. I think it's been a solid pick. But it would definitely be cool to do a shootout like that um, just to see where everyone stacks up. Yeah, um, the, the AMA would eliminate works because it's not an AMA thing. Yeah, well, that, that sucks. But, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it'd be an AMA thing if we did a shootout race. You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe Mark and Harv could decide after that, but no, I mean, it'd be super cool. I just, to be honest with you, I don't even really personally like talking about that because I feel like that question's a little bit 
you know, my direction because I'm I'm the third guy on the team. But no, it wasn't at all, Bryce. No, 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 I get that, just... but I'm I'm the I'm the first guy to get you know get uh, uh knocked off, and and I'm just super excited for this opportunity, and just really want to enjoy it, and and don't try not to think about questions or, or stuff like that. Um, well, just... th- then we'll change the subject as soon as we get Chad back on here. Um, uh, did you see that the uh, um, gosh, what was the country that just flashed up there? Did you guys see that on the comments here? Yeah, there was a that flashed in there, and I was going to say something, but we lost Chad there for a second. Team Puerto Rico. Hey, that's that's someone from the U.S. saying that. <laughs> well, yeah, they don't. They don't get to. They have to fall under our banner, don't they? I'm not sure, but I know a lot of people want a B team, which they would call Puerto Rico. But I just I don't know if that's realistic or not. Uh, I don't think you can take two teams, can you? Well, they no, like. I think years past they've taken uh, like USA riders for Team Puerto Rico. Really? Yeah, like they did that at the Nations. I'm pretty sure, like dirt bikes. Yeah. Well, like, it, I don't know what an ounce of it is, but I know I've seen, for instance, like Alex Martin, he's rode for Team Puerto Rico before. Yeah, Pastrana was on the team, I'm pretty sure. Yes, uh, Pastrana, Wyndham, and Sipes. At, really? At USA. Yeah, at uh, Red Buds. Somebody in the chat said you get two teams if you host. Yes. Okay, well, that's cool. Uh, there was also a question about exhaust. Do all three of you guys run the same exhaust when you go over to uh, to race these races? Not the, let's say not the same. Uh, like, I think Bryce had to switch. I think you had to switch exhaust brands, didn't you? Bryce? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm a Doma. That thing sticks out about pretty far. I got to get an extended grab bar. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that, that That's not too cool, but it, yeah. you know, it, it, it's going to be what it's going to be, right? It actually is pretty nice to ride a bike that quiet. Um, it sounds different here on the limiter, but um, just to ride it that quiet, it's sort of enjoyable. And uh, the neighbors might like it a little bit more. <laughs> uh, they're asking Chad if the FMF passes tech uh yes it does yes it does uh like my spec exhaust it, it does pass we tested it before we left and i had a different spec as well that was uh quieter than what i race here so like what i race here i'm able to take that on and and race it there as well joel does that work out for you too uh no i can't run the exhaust i race with so you had to switch to a different brand or did they make you a special exhaust? Uh, I don't really know right now. Like I should, I have it in the container with an FMF, but uh, like last I've known it, it could be a different exhaust or they might be doing one uh, special for us right now. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but it's uh, be one of those two. Do you guys know the decibel rating that they, that you have to meet? I think it's 115, 114. How do they measure that? Off the red box. Oh, wow. 
That's pretty loud. Yeah, there it is, 115. That's that's awesome. pretty loud. Quiet. Well, well, yeah. Quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like just... you, it's very noticeable from our, I guess, our normal here to what it is there. Yeah. Def- how much def- power? How much power does it rob? Uh, like. Like Bryce had said, like you'll you'll lose a little bit off the bottom, but I think it actually helps a little bit on top. But like, uh, it's just kind of like you can tune it to try and help it so it doesn't rob it so much. But I, I feel like you know everybody's in the same boat. It's not like one of us is running like an open exhaust and the other teams are running like closed exhaust. So it's everybody's in the same boat. Uh, but it is, it is definitely a difference because not only the fuel, but the exhaust as well. The, the fuel affects the amount of compression you can run. And then you have to adjust timing if you're going to try to run higher compression, which affects your overall output of power. So you guys are definitely down on power from what you're used to riding, all three yeah. of you. From, from what I've understood from Mark is, is where the big loss is at is the fuel mainly. Um, the pipe isn't super bad, but he says the fuel, it definitely isn't as good. And um, it's it's definitely a little bit noticeable on the bottom. But like Chad said, we'll all be running the same, similar, you know, it's all the same decimal. So it should, I mean, it's going to affect everyone. But uh, the fuel is definitely different um, if the pipe doesn't change it that much. Joel, have you had any issues transitioning to the different motor combination when you go over there? Uh, no, like our, our motor will be the same, but just the fuel, like they're saying, is uh, it's a lot different. So like tuning was quite a bit different. I feel like we spent we spent a good couple hours at the track getting it dialed in to, uh, you know, be strong for that whole 30 duration Um just dumping the fuel in and going uh, with the, the map that we currently have running the, our race fuel is just, it was not even, it took a little while to get it to where it needed to be, but um, you know, I'm, I'm happy now with what we got and confident that it's going to be fine. Any of the, anything else that you guys need to prep for over here that you would normally not have to face when you go to that environment? Chad, I can see your gears are spinning over there. You know. <laughs> Traveling se- seven hours by plane. <laughs> well, yeah. That- week before. Uh, no, like, I think just, uh, like, most of the tracks we ride here, like, we've raced them before, so we're going over there to race a track that we've never touched before. So just being able to acclimate to that and be able to ride it fast pretty quickly. Well, you're also all three seasoned professionals, so – I think adapting to the different track and the different conditions, that portion should come pretty quick. Food. It's the food and the time change. I think that's going to be more of a drastic deal. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Gentlemen, I, I want to just tell you from where I sit, how honored I am to even be sitting here talking with you and, and you guys taking your time out of your busy schedules. Um, Everybody here in the U.S. is is cheering for you and and backing you any way we can, and we'll all be rooting for you. and And I know before you leave, um, from myself and 
anybody that's in my circle, if any of you need anything, we're here for you and we'll be able to, you know, try to take care of anything that you need. I know you have an amazing support group, all three of you. So um, go give them hell, guys. And and thank you so much for some for representing the United States, the greatest country in the world. And you guys are the three fastest men on the planet. So, so go get it done. Thank you, Leonard. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to it. Uh, always, always my pleasure, gentlemen. Always my pleasure. Bryce, do us proud, young man. Do us proud. And listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her the beans every time I'm on that track. I promise you I'm, I'm focused. I'm ready. I've been riding. Um, just like I would for any other race. So, so I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm not going to fool around over there, you know, anything. I'm going to go well, however long the moto is, 25, 35, whatever it is, I'm, I'm going hard the whole time. Um, it, it's going to be nice over there because, like Joel said earlier, there's not a ton of stress on, on just points and all that other stuff. So it's just focus on your, you know, your team and, and yourself and just do the best you can, and I feel like it will come to me. So I'm going to I'm gonna give her – all I got and uh, it's, it'll come and everything will be good. Joel, you have a message from Zach Harper for your parents. Make sure you uh, yeah, I was take, care, take care of that. Okay. Yep. I love this comment thing on the bottom. It's so hard though to, to, to keep the questions going and the conversations going and, and read some of those, but uh, it, it, it's a pleasure gentlemen. And uh, Bryce, make sure you listen to these seasoned veterans. These guys are awesome. You know, there's 11 championships sitting right there. And probably more than that if you tag, take in their amateur careers as well. Oh, I will for sure, Leonard. I've, I've grew up looking up to these two. Um, I've been around the, the Nationals just watching them. Um, they're definitely insane fast on a track. And I know the, the mindset they have to, to go out there and win uh, each year and get faster. So, so they definitely know what they're doing. And they've been overseas a couple times to this race. So. Any advice they'll give me, I'll soak in. Um, I'm going to be a sponge over there because it's my first ever time. So I'm, I'm, I'm just jealous. ready for it and ready to learn from, from these two. I'm jealous. I wish I could be going over there with you guys. Uh, again, thank you so much, gentlemen. And uh, I'll be in touch with you after you come home. So that maybe we can do this again and go over the race and, and talk about how much fun you had. Right on. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you again. You guys have a great evening and, and we'll be in touch. Thank you, Leonard. Thank you, Leonard. Thank you. Thank you. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org, or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industry building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.